Good morning. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the final trading session of the week. It's always nice to be able to say that. Uh, the futures to that end are pointing to the slightest of declines when we kick off later on this morning. Uh, the share price index futures finished down by a point which under the circumstances is not a bad effort. Uh, US and European markets were still in the grips of some uh, pretty solid selling last night. We saw losses in the order of a percent uh, on both sides of the Atlantic, a little bit more in Europe it must be said. Uh, so. Again, uh, it's worth putting that into context. Uh, European markets are pulling back from uh, multi-month highs or uh, near uh, record highs in the case of the, the FTSE. And uh, in broad terms, there's been a, a good start to the year for stocks, uh, but in the absence of uh, much participation. So now, essentially what we're seeing is the improvements of the last couple of weeks being challenged uh, with participants coming back and joining in and uh, the sellers to that end have really had the run of things over the course of the last couple of days. And in, and in terms of what we saw on Wall Street, you know, from its peak to its trough over the course of the last couple of sessions, the S&P 500 has lost uh, a little over 3%. So to that end, we saw that dynamic come into play uh, last night. Uh, the S&P 500 was able to bounce off its lows, looked like it was recovering in quite a spirited fashion. Having been down by more than a percent at one stage, uh, it was only down by as much as a quarter of a percent late on in the session but then uh, that momentum faded and we saw the uh, indices gravitate towards their session lows not uh, at them but just off them uh, in the case of the Dow and the S&P 500 down 0.8 of a percent the Nasdaq down by around 0.9 of a percent so the economic news of the day uh, last night in the US tended to be uh, slightly better uh, so we had the Philadelphia Federal Reserve's measure of activity uh, that was in the manufacturing sector that was a little bit better than expected. The uh, initial jobless claims figures, the number of people claiming unemployment benefits in the last week, that tended to be a little bit better. Didn't have an enduring impact. If uh, anything, at the margins, and I do mean at the margins, it may have seen uh, US bond yields just push a little bit higher in yield. But bearing in mind in the previous session, we saw uh, double digit. Uh, declines in bond yields, so perhaps just a little bit of a, a, a reversion on the back of that steep decline in the previous day. So a 10-year Treasury note was up by about two basis points, a two-year was up by around four basis points, but uh, the trend has been well and truly lower over the course of the last couple of sessions thanks to that weaker pulse of economic news. Um, in terms of the European experience, uh, similarly uh, solid declines, the French market down by 1.9%, the German market down 1.7%. In London, the FTSE was down by about a percent. In, one of the uh, interesting features of last night's session was the minutes from the last European Central Bank meeting. And within this, uh, it was ventilated that there was a discussion about raising rates by three quarters of a percent. They eventually raised rates by a half. But, uh, you know, the, the fact that central banks are still um, being quite firm when it comes to the need for higher interest rates, that um, should not be forgotten or underestimated, notwithstanding the weaker pulse of economic news. Because as we all uh, well know, you can have periods where uh, inflation does ratchet down, but then uh, those uh, declines can come to an end and you can see inflation remain at elevated levels for a period of time. And central bankers uh, have this very much front of mind. That's why they're still continuing this narrative with the need for aggressive rate hikes uh, or solid rate hikes. So uh, uh, that 
is going to play out over the course of the next week. We've got uh, CPI figures out locally next uh, Wednesday, which will be one of the features of January, of course. So to that end, yesterday we had those uh, softer employment figures, uh, and that dovetails into this discussion around growth or activity in Australia petering off as we moved into the uh, final months and weeks of the year. So now it's a question of whether or not that continues into the early part of the year. As we know, the Reserve Bank is data dependent when it comes to uh, rate hikes. And uh, so these could have been the figures that perhaps uh, might see them uh, back off a little bit. Market's still overwhelmingly pricing in a quarter of a percent hike in February uh, as well they well it should be. But uh, uh, it's, it's interesting to see how things have uh, changed in a relatively short space of time. Uh, the other thing to bear in mind as far as the local experience is concerned today, uh, the softening of the US dollar, it's making lower highs. That's been supportive as far as commodities are concerned. Uh, oil up by more than a percent, gold uh, up by about that amount. And we had iron ore uh, also move to a seven month high in the last day. The China reopening story is a big factor in terms of the commodity piece at the moment. So that uh, should continue to play out um, uh, in the uh, local context in the next little while. So uh, BHP's quarterly production report yesterday quite encouraging, which would have been a fillet for the sector overall. The Aussie dollar uh, continuing to benefit from the weakness in the greenback, balancing out those weaker jobs figures yesterday. So trading just north of 69 US cents. Uh, thanks for tuning in this week. Have a lovely weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday.